I do believe that so there's certain things out here that are allowed that we've been told that are haram. The rules weren't the important part. You're making dua, thanking Allah, that is the important part. Believe in the oneness of Allah and worshiping Him. That's it. Islam is not just like a strict set of guidelines, right? Like it's a lifestyle. Islam in general, right? Like what's haram is generally black and white. Mm -hmm. And then you said, no, I think it's a little bit, there is a gray area. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking about it too. I was like, you know, this guy's actually kind of right because I think a lot of what we know comes down to interpretation. Yeah. So like, yeah, let's so say true. you read something, right? I might interpret it differently. Taha's going to interpret it differently. You might interpret it. So right. there is kind of like a gray area. So that's just like, okay, yeah, he was right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, something else I do want to point out too, something that I remember that my uncle told me was that there is a lot of information and knowledge out there. The problem is it's like deep into these like really um, like it's all in literature, right? In Arabic literature. So like maybe if the answers are out there, like they're not really accessible to us in that sense because we wouldn't even understand it. Well, <clears throat> I get that, but they're not like they're accessible for all those scholars, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see like these scholars are debating amongst themselves on halal or like yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's it's huge. A, huge. It's, a scholar for, it's, it's been for years, you yeah. know, like it's just there's so many like arguments in Islam. There's so many like. Flip flop. Like we talked about chai, how, how yeah, tea yeah, and coffee yeah. used to be haram and now it's halal. Like, there's been so many times where stuff has been thought to be haram and now it's halal. Yeah, 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 after yeah. the Quran, yeah, the okay. scholars had decreed that this this caffeine would be haram. Yeah, like, the like Sahabas went to war debating on the Quran. Yeah. So like, it's even even as back then, it was there was different interpretations. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And that's it. Like, think about. It. I didn't really know about the Sahabas going into war for like debates with the Quran, but really think about that, bro. Like. In the end, who is right? In Allah's eyes. Yeah. It, it doesn't necessarily matter who's right in the worldly aspect of it. <clears throat> Screw that. It's only a matter in Akharas, right? Because people died at war, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. So if, if, if people are able to be in such disagreements with each other that they go to war and they kill Muslim family for it, and it's still in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's eyes, both are, had pure intentions, yeah. <clears throat> and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees possible Jannah for them, it... It, it, it almost opens endless amounts of doors to, to people when they're looking for answers. But here's the thing, too. They have to also go look for the answers, right? Yeah, and you know, another thing is, too, is like you might not... It's just kind of like you might not find the answer to what you're looking for sometimes in certain situations. Yeah. And you just have to believe like that's also Allah's wisdom, too. But in general, if something is not haram, it's halal. If something is not... Like, if we're not forbade something, it's halal. Like, the default version for everything is halal. And then there's things that are haram. It's yeah. not. It's not the opposite. Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. we treat it as the opposite. Like, yeah. well, unless we have proof that it's okay. That's the thing. Like if you can't find any answer from it, and it's not harmful. Like it's a multifaceted question, right? Yeah. First, you look at it from an Islamic perspective. If that you don't see harm in it, you don't find any faults. Then you look at it from a mankind perspective. Is it good for human beings? Is yeah. it bad for? Is it good? Yeah. Are you harming anybody? Yep. And then it's to you. Is this particular thing good for you? Is it going to take you closer to Allah or farther away from Allah? Yeah. And that's why I think. Like, there is a huge gray area. Yeah. So I, I think it's a three-part question whenever you're trying to determine what's halal and haram. No, oh, yeah, you're completely right about that. So like my question is kind of like, who who makes the rules? Like this is an open, I don't have any opinion on this right now. I'm just, mm -hmm. I've just thought of this right now. So. Yeah. Who makes the rules? Is it just the scholars? And of course, a layman can't make any type of rulings for himself. He can't just say, no, I think it's okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. If he doesn't have any knowledge, he can't come from any yeah. place, right? So people who do extensive knowledge are considered scholars. Yeah. People who have a lot of knowledge in the Quran and Hadith, they can have an opinion too, right? Mm -hmm. But who... It, it's not like a one-man yeah, thing, right? It's it, like, that's what you know, I don't Because, think. like, for example, with certain, like, controversial issues, right? Like, they will have... Like, the scholars, the sheikh of, like, let's say Houston, they'll all get together, hold a conference, and talk about certain issues 
and go through it like that. So it's not just like a, oh, one shake said this, another shake said that. Yeah. You know. Because I also do believe that the possibility of certain things that are not specifically mentioned in the Quran being haram, I do believe that there's certain things out here that that are allowed that we've been told that are haram due to just safety precautions or just people know we're going to misuse it or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't think there's necessarily one answer to, to haram or halal unless it's written in the Quran specifically. Yeah. yeah. I, I know for like, you know, America, there's like a fig council of North America that meets a few times a year mm -hmm. and discusses all these controversial topics. Like, I remember this last time around, I think the big thing was Bitcoin. Made no sense to me. They said, <laughs> they, they said it's haram. There's no asset behind Bitcoin that's tangible. And I'm mm -hmm. like, all right, what the hell does the U.S. dollar have? What, what tangible asset does the U.S. dollar have? Nothing. And they say, well, the U.S. dollar is haram too. <laughs> really? Yeah. What? Yeah, they said the U.S. dollar is haram too, but you live in a country... Where it's required, so it's acceptable. But you going out and buying Bitcoin, that's not a need, which is why it's haram. And see, I feel like that just falls down to personal opinion yeah. of of a of a people who are obviously aged men who kind of go based off of what they've learned through their culture a yeah, lot. The, yeah, that yeah. they've come up with these decisions in their minds. That yeah. it, I'm pretty sure they have pure intention and may Allah grant them Jannah for sure. Of course. I'm nothing against them. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like we need to all be like all Muslims in the world need to be a little bit open-minded about this yeah. and understand that they are speaking from their opinion, yeah. not necessarily fact. Yeah. And they're doing the best that they can to find an answer. But for sure, I do believe that culture does play a huge part in all of this. Yeah, of course. I mean, how you live your life generally, right? What you consider halal and haram, like yeah. culture, tradition, that makes a huge deal. Yeah. And I feel like because these scholars are run by cultural people, the normal layman Muslim who doesn't necessarily have any knowledge but would like to practice Islam, it makes it very difficult for this person to practice Islam when they think that, oh, Islam is something super strict. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look how you're dressed. Mashallah, the muscle popping out, everything. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. You're not wearing a thobe. Yeah. I'm not wearing shalwar kameez. Yeah. I have this f funny mustache going on. We don't necessarily look like the, the people that you would assume would yeah. be scholars and everything. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that we're bad Muslims. Exactly. It really doesn't. I can 100% say that. Only Allah knows. And yeah. And I feel like I feel like the world needs to be a little more open-minded about that and have a better understanding. I mean, everybody sins differently, right? So it's just a matter of opinion. Everyone what? Everyone sins differently. Sinners judge bro, other exactly. sinners for sinning differently. Exactly. Bro. Yeah. I think another thing, like you brought up earlier too, is that a lot of people see Islam as a restrictive religion. Oh yeah. When you don't realize, it's more taken from a perspective of it being protecting you. Right. Like you think about, oh, Islam, it doesn't let me drink. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about when you go to a bar, like. What are the good things that you see? I mean, you hear so many stories about people who are getting to bar fights, you know, some girl got roofied or something like that, you know, and just it leads to something worse. Yeah. So, yeah. like, is it really restrictive or is it protection? SubhanAllah. Oh, man. I think the biggest thing is one that turns away people from Islam <laughs> is like the dedication it takes. It, it, it does take a lot yeah, of dedication. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, waking yeah. up a fajr, like, you know, praying five times a day, 100%. remembering Allah. But, like, the beauty of that is, is Muslims are still on the path. Like, what's happening to Christians now? Back when I was still in school, I was getting my MBA. I was in a group of like seven or eight people. Okay. All Christian backgrounds. I was the only person who believed in God on that table. <laughs> and may Allah reward you for that too. <laughs> really? That's crazy. Because they, they did. I mean, they think about it, right? Like the whole Christian perspective is so flawed. Oh, just believe Jesus died for your sins and you're good. Like yeah, but then there's like no accountability. Right? There's no accountability. So like, how, how do you, how do you feel, God? Like I mean, like, think about it. Like when do you feel close to Allah? When, when, you when you're when you're in sujood, yeah, right? When you're doing Hands a good deed. So when these guys aren't praying, how do they feel that close to Allah? They yeah. don't. And then it fades, and then they feel close to the dunya. 
Yeah. It's so beautiful. Uh, the protection. I love that. No, because I used to, yeah. well, like maybe like a few years ago, I used to always think like in terms of like giving that way to people or like, how do you inspire like the next generation of kids, right? Like, uh-huh. how do you, how do you look at a non-Muslim kid, 15 year old kid and be like, Yo, come through the Islam, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? It sounds like a joke. You're laughing yeah. about it. Think yeah, about that. no, no. But like, you know what I mean? But then, because he's going to be like, but then you tell him, you can't drink, you can't do this, you yes. can't date, you can't do this. He's going to be like, why would I come? Bro. But then that's where it comes in from like, you have to understand too, bro. Like, Islam is not like just like a strict set of guidelines, yeah. right? Like, it's a lifestyle. So and at the end of the day, like, you're still your own person, right? Like, yeah. you have the choice to go do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we know what the rules are. Just make sure you do your research. You understand what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. And then you go from there. 100%. Yeah, I watched this lecture where a guy, he said, a convert, he said that 3% of the Quran is you can and cannot do this. Yeah. Is law, basically. 3%. The rest, 97%, is finding oneself, having a relationship with God, having a good lifestyle in a sense where you're just always happy and in bliss. But I think people only focus on the fact that it's law. Don't do this. Don't do that. Because, I mean, that's what gets like social media and things like that. Right. Like it's it's kind of like the same thing where like good news travels fast, bad news travels faster. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the whole time Muhammad was in, in Mecca, was it 12 years? I believe all he did was preach the oneness of Allah. No yeah. rules, no nothing. Those rules came in Medina. So the first 10, 12 years was just about the oneness of Allah. And that shows that like. The rules weren't the important part. Like if you're preaching, are right, you bringing people to Allah? Yeah. That means, dude, like the oneness of Allah is the important part. Yeah, hundred percent. Making dua, like thanking Allah, that is the important part. These yeah. other rules, like you shouldn't do them, but they don't yeah. take you away from the full of Islam. Like, Islam is believing the oneness of Allah. Yeah. And worshiping Him. Exactly. And that, that's that's it. Thank you, bro.